Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. We're back again. We yeah. split this one into three because, to be quite frank, we had too much fun in the first two episodes. <laughs> I, I know. And, and uh, there will be people who say this is really annoying. What we're not doing is parceling this out just to sort of go, oh, we can make it last until we're like 75. <laughs> we, we, we just, we just, we're super aware that we can't stop talking. Mm. Um, uh, uh, and actually, yeah, I have a people feeling. People are aware of that, to be I, fair, Mark. Do you know what? I really feel, I think, I think you're, you're sort of saying, oh, it's three episodes to get through WrestleMania 6. I think there's every chance that this episode is just going to be about the next match. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think, yeah. It, could, I think it might happen. I, they do hear uh, the second advert for the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum that they've booked for WrestleMania 7. Yes. The one that falls through. But they want you to know on the network that they really, really did think it was going to happen. And <laughs> circumstances changed. It's very important with the benefit of hindsight. They don't cut that out. Uh, they're very proud of the fact they were unable to fill that building. <laughs> <laughs> they should just flash up the contract they had with the Coliseum <laughs> later on. Or, or just uh, like a, a slot in an hour-long bit of watching the people from the WWE trying to get their deposit back <laughs> from the time. Really, really hammer it home. Uh, the next bit we get is a little bit with uh, Hollywood star Rona Barrett. Yes. Who does some sort of like titbits uh, about the wrestlers. Mm. She says she's an investigative reporter. If she was any good holy fuck, the stuff she would have been finding out. <laughs> well, my first bit of gossip is about Superfly Jimmy Snooker. <laughs> Not really gossip, matter of public record. That's nowadays. true. Gossip would be if she'd have said, uh, Jesse has a bit where he goes, oh, I'm really worried about this footage getting out. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, I think throws back to the last three WrestleManias. Where there's been a sort of running thing that he's had sex with an animal. Yeah, exactly. That's the sex video, isn't it, really? So, yeah, they just run about sort of going, yeah, I've got a video, I've got, I've got you on a long lens, oh. Jesse. Oh no, <laughs> man! Um, my my notes just say Ultimate Warrior. That is some big hair. I don't, oh, <laughs> oh, huge oh, hair! Like a a monsoon of hair. Oh, it's like really dry straw. It's incredible, it's like isn't tinder. it? But the, but the promos uh, in this particular uh, WrestleMania have clearly gotten a lot better simply because of autocue. People are following yeah. them a little bit more. They can be a bit more technical, for better or worse, I think, you, in many ways. You say that, and you say that at a point where we're just talking about the Ultimate Warrior mm. doing an interview. And he is... I mean, it's hard to imagine there is a worse interview out there. Dreadful. And considering this WrestleMania, we've seen Andre and Haku <laughs> be unable to say the, the words, <laughs> we will eliminate them together. <laughs> uh, the Ultimate Warrior is so bad. Yeah. Again, it's, uh, you know, I, 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 mentioned, I mentioned it all the times, but there are certain things in wrestling that you find 
when people come into the room, you mm. don't want to be watching it. And the Ultimate Warrior is one of those, especially when he's doing an interview. He is... <laughs> if you heard someone doing that on the bus, if they were doing an Ultimate Warrior impression and you weren't looking at them, you were facing the other way, you would immediately think, oh, God, there's a madman on the bus. Yeah, you, wouldn't, a really you wouldn't look round. You wouldn't look round. Oh, you have this fucking impression. Yeah. You know, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> I can get off... If I get off here, I can, I'll get on the different line. Yeah. It takes longer, but... but <laughs> that I'll, man won't be there. Don't want that man to start touching me. <laughs> he's only got his little arm tassels over my <laughs> side of the chair. You know why he wears the arm tassels? Oh, why? It cuts off the blood in the arm, so then your veins stick out. Is that so a good thing? You look all veiny. Nobody wants that. Who means that you, your blood you, will come out easier. You lack warrior spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? He just type, But he's yeah. got to do things with those arms. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I, you know, imagine it'd be like deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> but but because the veins show out against the muscles, yeah. he then just looks like all sinew and... Sinew, that's attractive, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, what's she like? She's really sinewy. Yeah, gristle. It's like oh, a big lump of gristle. A big sweaty, gristly, <laughs> fat head. Oh, oh my word! Yeah, that's he's, dreadful. He's repulsive. His mm. arms look like penises. <laughs> it, it does, yeah. And like the yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with that in the slightest. I'm trying to in my brain, but I can't. No, if he'd have amputated his hands, it would have been absolutely disgusting. A <laughs> <laughs> new career, one yeah. of the two. The match that we have now is uh, the Rockers versus the Orient Express. Mm. Uh, good name for a tag team who come from uh, Japan. They are Pat Tanaka, who isn't from Japan. He's an American Japanese guy. Yeah, and uh, Akio Sato, who was from Japan, mm. uh, and they're with Mister Fuji. Um, Sato was a proper Japanese journeyman. He'd been all over the world. By the time he, this rolls around, he's tiny. Mm. He's so small compared to everyone else. Right. Uh, but in a weird sort of bit of trivia, he is the innovator of the sit-out powerbomb, which is a, a move that's used all the time. It's like a powerbomb, but you sit down while oh, you right, do it. Okay. You see that all the time, but he's actually the first person that's to uh, introduce that to American uh, wrestling. Is there Are there sort of moves nowadays that have kind of been just invented or just kind of variations on what came before? Is there any, when was the last major kind of, wow, that's an innovation? Uh, there are people like, for example, Will Ospreay, right. who is an aerial high-flying wrestler, mm. who is doing stuff that, you know, you've never really seen before. Mm. People like Ricochet, um, people like uh, Hiromu Takahashi in mm. Japan. There are people who are doing stuff which is very, very new yeah but everything does tend to be a slight variation on everything else yeah you see things like for example the stone cold stunner mm. when stone cold's using that that was a real key move you see a lot of people do it now but that that really stems back from japan so a guy called johnny ace used to use it called the ace crusher in a slightly different way yeah you could say that randy orton's rko is a stunner except mm. he's he's not falling on his ass he's falling on his back so you see these moves change over time mm. but an entirely new move been a long time. I mean, mm. in the 80s, they didn't do stuff because people were lazy. Right. But by the time the, certainly the, the sort of late 90s, early 2000s, when you begin getting the high flyers, pretty much everything is up for grabs. Oh, and everyone okay. is doing everything. The rise of independent wrestling as well. Spot monkeys, they sometimes call them, where they're not telling a great story, but they're just doing loads and loads of really impressive moves. Oh. So it's, you know, you always see something new every year. Because spots are kind of like... Um Moves, effectively, or, or little kind of like yeah. um, uh, passages of play, effectively. Yeah, a passage of play is a good way of doing it. A mm. spot in uh, is something that you're working up to 
during a uh, a match. You're building up to that particular moment. Say you'd have a match would be made up of a load of different spots. Mm. There's complaints from a lot of the old wrestlers who say the new wrestlers are just doing spots and they're meaningless. So they're right. just constantly doing all the moves, kicking out, all the moves, kicking out. Mm. Um, it's horses for courses. There's always mm. been different styles. Whatever you, know. you like, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Um, this uh, is... is uh, they're, they're interesting, the Orient Express, because they are very small. Mm. So they put them quite quickly into a program with the Legion of Doom, who are the biggest people on the roster, mm. and they just look like orphans. <laughs> so <laughs> upsetting and sad. Um, the Rockers. What did you think of the Rockers? Uh, I liked them, and um, I, I, I don't think it's um, letting anyone through the curtain. I did watch a bit of the next WrestleMania, and I really liked them in that one. <laughs> yeah, they were good. Everybody always loved the Rockers. They were mm. particularly good. I don't think you'd have ever watched them necessarily and thought, well, one of them is going to be the, the future of the business. Yeah. I mean, it's also quite funny to watch it and go, well, one of them isn't going to be the future of the business <laughs> when they seem quite similar yeah. at this point. So weird, isn't it? Yeah. So very, very they, are, they are Shawn Michaels who ends up becoming known as Mr. WrestleMania yeah. uh, over the next sort of 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, and Marty Jannetty. Mm. And Marty Jannetty is uh, really, he's become a sort of byword for someone who fails. Right. So in a tag team, quite often one person will go on to do really well and the other won't do as well. Mm. Well, one's a Shawn Michaels and the other's a Marty Jannetty. <laughs> so a lot of the time, I've even seen like people doing stuff in like WWE going, I'm not going to be a Marty Jannetty to your... <laughs> and Marty Jannetty must... You'd think, oh, he'd sit there at home going, that's really, really upsetting. Yeah. No. <laughs> He, no. He's got far more things to take care of. <laughs> he's, What's that uh, about? He's been naughty. Party Marty. Party Marty. Right, okay. Party he, Marty. he gets out there, he has fun. Yeah, fun Marty. Fun. Look, Lots of fun. Sometimes, do you know what you fun live, becomes? How do you want to have problems? <laughs> problems. Big problems. Big problems. Um, I don't know if you follow him by any chance on Facebook. No. I no. mean, why would I do that? She's pretty, isn't she? Uh, pretty young lady in a kind of uh, prom dress, I think. Yeah, that's his daughter. Okay. Yep. Yeah. If you loves me as much as I loves you, right, this you is, so this will is a, this give is, me your opinion. This is the message that Marty Jannetty posted on his Facebook page. If you loves me as, as much, much as I as loves you, I loves you, you, you will, will give, give your, opinion. your opinion. Yep. Okay, go on. Just did DNA two weeks ago. She's not my daughter. We both held out of sex because <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> but now that we ain't, four question marks... From a guy's side, she's fucking hot. <laughs> but she's been daughter. Why is he writing like this? I want to too, but can't get past that. Now, Marty Ginetti has made it very, very oh, clear God. in a similarly worded and spelt rebuttal. He to... didn't fuck his daughter. No, 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 absolutely not. He, he clearly thought about it, though, didn't he? he no, because get he, past didn't, it. he didn't type this, Pete. Oh, this was an assistant. Well, this was an unnamed person who had hacked his his Facebook. Uh, he found that out because there was a picture of him previously on Facebook where he looked old. Uh, he didn't mean to take that. He was setting up Skype. He said, "Evidently, I touched a wrong place." <laughs> Just the wrong place. <sighs> Back never it off, tr- Marty. Back it off. Yeah, never, never a true word. But spoken. yeah, he is absolutely keen to stress. Uh, that that is a hoax. He he is so keen to stress it. He he put the headline on it. Breaking news for all media: No sex with daughters. <laughs> 
I, I You're put, right, aren't you? He I, has I, got other things on. He, he does. Yeah. He is, he is he, uh, there's a shoot interview he did, and shoot interviews where they sit down with wrestlers. And sort say, of slag off with the wrestlers. Well, yeah, they say, tell us about your career, what right. happened here, what were you doing there? Okay. Uh, and that one, I think think he admits to sleeping with his niece now that is what a matter. is this man is crazy <laughs> this man is wild i think he lives in the south <laughs> <laughs> but I, I for the record marty has made it very clear and i agree and believe him that he has never a had sex with his daughter or be wanted to have sex with his daughter um i think she's a very attractive lady uh, yeah, from a man's perspective, hot with two T's. Hot with... Fucking hot. <laughs> fucking hot. with no C and hot <laughs> with two T's. What? Uh, how can he, um, how can he put uh, a rebuttal out uh, mm. with using the exact same pattern of speech <sighs> as are... when he said he wanted to fuck his daughter? Well, this is very much, <laughs> if you like, Pete, this is very much what the, the, the media... Would would think. I mean, that's. Uh, let's look. Hardy the Unabomber's manifesto. Trying to find like the patterns to catch the Unabomber. I mean, look, Pete. In this one, the he does the brackets. No, sorry. In this one, the man who's hacked it yes, does a sorry, bracket yeah. after DNA uh, that's that's right up to the A. Yes. Well, when Marty does the bracket, they are either um, one away or they are next to the word before. So. It could be anyone. It's it's a great pastiche. It is. It it's is. A great Someone pastiche. has really, really studied the way that he spells, thinks, and 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 just constructs sentences, and they have done a good job. And that's why it's so damaging, and that's why it's so important to say that Montagetti had nothing to do with wanting to sleep with that woman. No, gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She is. But hey, hey, she's hands been off. she's been daughter. She's been daughter. She's been daughter. Mark, she been daughter. That's, do you know what? That's we've got why there, we can Pete? never kiss because you you've been friend. I've been friend. <laughs> we have got we have got there. The nice thing about that is at least six to eight t shirts. <laughs> she been daughter. <laughs> Fucking hot. Yeah. Fucking hot. She been daughter. Yeah. And uh, he comes from a, the south. A t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> in a t-shirt with a with a silver tooth tiger on it, <laughs> Billy Billy Graham. Good work. I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to. I'd really. Like, uh, I would like to to sort of talk more about Martin Jetty. <laughs> I think bizarrely, I think this is no. It's his penultimate WrestleMania. Right. He's okay. only got one more left. Okay. And Shawn Michaels, we will talk about as we begin to get into the Shawn Michaels era. Yes. Okay. Um, so we'll save all those stories about being beaten up by Marines and refusing to lose belts. Very shortly. Uh, nice. Uh, in this match, the only thing I wrote down was Steve Allen makes a Pee Wee Herman being gay joke. Yes, doesn't That's he? It. That's doesn't it. he? That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Pee Wee Herman's necessarily out then. 1990. Had he been done for no, being he's straight. in that, no, in that he, porno cinema? Yeah, but it was, it, he's, I think he's a straight man. But that, that was the joke. That was the gag. Good uh, Lord. I, he was basically saying, I couldn't believe that um, Pee Wee Herman was straight. Oh, right. And there you go. What a nice, a nice thing to put in to just... <laughs> Attack someone's... For no reason. Sort of going... The joke is, of course, is I think he looks non-heterosexual. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the point, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it doesn't get any better. No. <laughs> Stupid. The, ne- the next match is Jim Duggan and uh, Dino Bravo. Oh, And Earthquakes gosh. involved. Jimmy Hart's there. Jimmy Hart. Do, uh, d- d- him and Heenan just... Together, they are just the whole thing. They yeah. must be on mega bucks. Yeah, they come out a lot, don't they? They're, they're so much part of my WrestleMania now. Yeah, like well, they're, they're like the furniture. They, they they are there to talk for the people who aren't very good at talking. Yeah, and you suddenly realise in this era, there's a lot there's of a lot people of clearly who can't who can't do talking. <laughs> they don't and, think any of that is any of their business. When it comes to no personality, that is Dino Bravo, <laughs> absolutely all over. He was even even as a young child, I used to think this man is very uncharismatic. Yeah, this grown up 
is incredibly uncharismatic. <laughs> uh, watching him and Duggan go, like two cows just jostling. And it's <laughs> so boring. Duggan's uh, US head chant obviously doesn't work north of the border. So he just, no. he just up the hose in, in the end. So the first time I saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I think was in Wembley Arena, and mm. he did USA, and I remember everyone chanting it, and I felt that that was a bit like everyone had immediately sold out. <laughs> like in the same way as, like if Hitler had been here, everyone would have yeah. been doing the Nazi doing salute. Doing the Nazi salute, yeah. Yeah. Spot I, on. I mean, Hacksaw's not as bad as Hitler. Well, but, um, Britain Hitler could probably wrestle better. Well, we never saw Hitler wrestle, so no, exactly, we, yeah. have to, we have to give Hacksaw the benefit of the doubt <laughs> that, that he's better, at least in that regard, than Hitler. Uh, it, it also sets up Earthquake as just the baddest dude going. Baddest dude going, 26-year-old 20, 20, Earthquake. 26-year-old Earthquake. Wow. He, uh, he does not look like a young man should. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Hair's all gone. His mm. belly's very much there. Him got Fascinating. A, him got a big belly. <laughs> uh, we, we, um, uh, we then go on to Jake Roberts versus the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiossi. Yes. Um, Jake is the only person in this who gives an interview where he doesn't just scream. He uh, cuts some of my best promos because I love his voice. Mm. He's a great... He's, he's just good at it. Like, and he... He's actually quite chilling and sinister, yeah. but his voice is so rich. I could listen to him all day. Isn't it? He's also one of the few who isn't on steroids. Oh, really? So okay. he's not sort of raging oh. and sort of feeling pumped or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can actually go, what will be a good thing to do? He, he, it's one of the classic WWF lines with Mean Gene. So Jake says, he's talking about the Million Dollar Man. He says, you're going to be a victim of your own greed wallowing in the muck of avarice. And Mean Gene just goes, Longfellow couldn't have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Halfway through this match, though, there's, there's a Mexican wave starts. Okay. And I might have skipped over that bit. I must yeah, admit. But a Mexican wave starts. Quite a long match. It's, it's, they, they'd had lots of better matches mm. than this. This, this. Funnily enough, it is the Million Dollar Man's favourite WrestleMania match. Oh, really? He, he really liked this one. He, he loved working with Jake. I, di- I didn't like his, his belt. looks so cheap. I know yeah. it's a million dollar belt, but it looks so cheap. I, I think it is actually real. It's got real diamonds Shut certainly at the up, back. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was all part of the gimmick had to be as real as it could be. And to, I think he did have real three diamonds on the back of it. I think the front is probably uh, Svarkovsky or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, there's a big Mexican wave goes around. Yeah. And what's really funny is nowadays when things like that happen, especially with like currently it's beach balls, the the commentators just they shut it down. And you can suddenly hear the crowd in a boring match will be going, hey, hey. Right, yeah, yeah. And the commentator just starts to go, I don't know what's going on over there, um, but the match is really, or you know, the fans are really into this match and they're trying to put off the other guy. In this one, <laughs> a Mexican wave starts and they spend 15 minutes, the commentators, just going, this is what it's all about, Monsoon. <laughs> this is what WrestleMania is all about. And they are watching the whole thing. So they'll go back and they'll sort of go, oh, Ted DiBiase and Jesse will go, oh, oh, the wave, the wave's still going. Um, oh, we got two. There's one on the top, and he's really, really excited about the Mexican wave. Oh. You can see, you can see, uh, Ted DiBiase is a bit like, Ugh, you know, I'm doing my best. I know this is really sort of ah oh, disrespectful. I've slightly lost you all. Virgil's that... wearing his best half a shirt. Yes. <laughs> that, has that man ever been given clothing that's got sleeves in it, Virgil? Bless no. him. If you've if you've ever had staff full time. <laughs> One thing you'll know is that you can save fifty percent of their clothing if they if you only give them fifty percent of some clothes. Uh, Jake definitely, as he runs out, stands on his snake. He does, doesn't he? he? Definitely steps on it. He does. He is not only uh, Jake the snake. I, I think you've mentioned this before, but he he should be called like Jake 
uh, he, he's associated so much with like positivity around snakes. Yes. But he's, he's the snake owner. Jake no, the snake owner. Yeah, but he, do, he, he doesn't treat doesn't them that treat well. It, he just drags it and pulls it around. Yeah. What is that snake thinking? Well, why do they call you Jake the snake? Because I don't mind treading on snakes. <laughs> 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 it may as well be an old bit of hose. I don't care. <laughs> watch me, watch me. I'll run and I'll just tread on a bit of it at the end. You know, either one end or the other. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Its skin comes off anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it comes off twice as often with me. They are very, pull it off. very hard to kill. <laughs> Very hard to kill. <laughs> Although me. that said, I've lost a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more um, gorilla eating a hot jo- hot dog uh, joke. That's that that is a, that is like a Mexican wave that never ends. It's constantly it? just yapping on about that. So the hot dog thing is is it's not funny to start with. No. Gorilla refuses to go with it, and by the end, <laughs> it's just stinking the joint out. <laughs> it's the worst thing about WrestleMania Six. <laughs> that running gag about a hot dog. Yeah, um, big boss man. Uh, and Akeem, Akeem and Slick. Mm, yeah. Another celebration of diversity. WrestleMania <laughs> 6. I, um, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the boss man in his interview calls uh, Akeem a tribal reject. He says, but I'm proud to be an American. This is My all God. blurring into just, just being blurring. weird. Is it blurring? <laughs> well, no. Did no, you miss sorry. the Rowdy Roddy Piper bit earlier? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that you can say to someone who's dressed as an African, who isn't African, you're a tribal reject, but I'm a proud American. And that is not close to being the most racist thing <laughs> no. on the show. <laughs> amazing. Um, I, I like the boss band. You see it here. Basically, when they turn him good... Mm. They sort of go, oh, you're going to fight Akeem. Yes. And boss man, something in him clicks and he goes, do you know what? This is my chance. Mm. And he starts really losing weight. Okay. So he, he goes, well, if I'm going to be a good guy, I've got to look like all the other superstars. Right. And you can see the difference in him between these, the, the WrestleMania 5, where he's a big bad guy with Akeem, mm. WrestleMania 6, where he's fighting Akeem, and then WrestleMania 7, where he's taking on Mr. Perfect. Oh. He's lost about half his body weight. And, he, right? and by the time he gets to WrestleMania 7, he looks sensational. Yeah. Didn't mm. save him, though. Heart attack. <laughs> Done. <laughs> probably, probably shouldn't have uh, either put on the weight or lost the weight. I don't really should. <laughs> you know, it's, it's quite risky. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, I, uh, again, a young wrestler having a heart attack, something else is in, in, involved. Yeah. Definitely. All sad. Definitely. Mm. Um, yeah. A uh, lot, lot more Mary Tyler Moore in this match. There's a lot of Mary Tyler Moore generally around at this time of the, uh, yep. of the show. Yep. <laughs> and then we get uh, the Rhythm and Blues performance. Yeah, what the fuck was that all about, Mark? <sighs> it was just uh, the Honky Tonk Man, he's released a single. Yep. That's already gone gold. Yep. Even though it's released that day or yep. something. And it's and they called come in and they, at Hunker, least... Hunker, 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 Honky Love. T- too many hunks. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. It's a piece of shit. Uh, I, I have enough respect for Greg Valentine because he <laughs> comes out dressed as this Roy Orbison character and he doesn't think, I need to learn <laughs> the words to this, I need to learn the music. He just goes, give me that. What, where are we standing? I'll stand, I'll move around, I'm going back. That's it. He has, he has, he treats this so poorly. Um, I, I, I think there was talk that this should have been a match. Uh, right, with Rhythm yeah. and Blues versus the Bushwhackers. Yes. But they began saying, do you know what, we've got a lot of matches here, this is going mm. long, yeah. we don't want to, you know, keep on just churning these matches out, making them too quick. So this is an attempt to sort of go, here's a little bit of a break, right. a bit of a palate cleanser. Right, okay. And then the Bushwhackers come out and they, and they get silly. The thing that you won't have noticed yeah. is the person driving the pink Cadillac that takes them out. No, because I was thinking about that guy, because I was thinking, oh, I mean, that is an actual Cadillac, and if, you know, one slip... <laughs> He's yeah. knocked out about 10 kids. The guy who's driving that Cadillac, it was his Cadillac, and so he put it forward. He is in the WWE Hall of Fame. 
What, just by a man who, he's like Jake the Snake Roberts, a snake owner, he's he, a Cadillac owner. <laughs> he wasn't a wrestler at that point, but that's Diamond Dallas Page. Ah. DDP, who made a huge name for him in WCW. One of the, uh, uh, we will talk about him, he's one of my favourites, and the reason he's one of my favourites is he didn't really start training to be a wrestler until he was, I think, 35. Right. And everyone said to him, well, you're a fucking idiot, you'll never make it. And then within 10 years, he's, he made it. he's beating Ric Flair for the WCW title and wow. he's one of the most popular wrestlers in WCW at that time he's a really inspirational guy mm. and he's also the guy who has worked with a lot of the wrestlers like Jake Roberts yes. and Scott Hall who had really struggled with rehab that, who'd got damaged hips mm. were in terrible pain Did, didn't and he, he, live invents, with, he lived with um, Dallas, Dallas he does, yeah Dallas, he? and with Jake Roberts he mm. brought him in but he does a, a DDP yoga which right. um, all of the wrestlers now sort of do, and it's revolutionised everyone's sort of mobility and ah. ability. He seems like one of life's real good guys. Yeah. But this is his first WrestleMania moment. And he's he's a, at driving that point, around. At that point, is a man who owns a Cadillac who is affiliated with some kind of wrestling. Yeah. And it's because the, the Hall of Fame happens the night before WrestleMania. Yeah. He was actually inducted into the Hall of Fame exactly 27 years to the day <laughs> that he drove that Cadillac. Oh, Very that's magical. Sweet, isn't oh, it? He's still with us and stuff. He's still okay. Yes, still yeah. Here. He's, he, he, I think he's probably going to go forever. Um, I mean, the funny thing is, you look at that shit show, and, you know, that's, that's how you debut. I mean, it, it's the only highlight in what is otherwise an unwatchable piece of shit. <laughs> it was dreadful. It was dreadful. Oh, wow. Um, Heenan, back again. Yep. With uh, Jimmy Snooker and uh, Rick Rude. Yep. Because uh, before we'd not seen a lot of um, Jimmy Snooker do his thing. No. But this he actually is... got in a ring and did stuff. Yeah, this is the first time that uh, Snooker is in the ring at WrestleMania. Yeah. I, I don't call him mm-hmm. Superfly Jimmy Snooker anymore. Oh, what? Is that not... No, I call him Murderfly Jimmy <laughs> Violence. <laughs> I think Murderfly is one of the great compound words. <laughs> and I think it suits him very, very well indeed. I, I agree. Um, Rick Rude uh, uh, wins this. He's he's looking great. I mean, he's obviously... He just always looks great. He though. does, he does. But uh, you know, when he sort of, I know how he died. I know, like, hmm. you know, it all had to, to do with... But he, he did the things, but he worked at yes. the same time. So he looks... Fucking amazing. Yeah, I was reading Hulk Hogan's autobiography uh, a couple of nights ago, and he has a big thing of steroids in Mm. there. And he's very much one of those people who says... We were told at the time it was legal. You know, we 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 knew that we if we worked out, we'd really look good, Mm. and we didn't realise the damage it did. Mm. I think probably there's an element of truth in that. Yeah, I I would would go with that. I don't think they knew it was quite so dangerous as it Mm. was. Uh, but that's why we lost a generation of wrestlers. Mm. Um, I mean, I think the, the the editor of the Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer, once did a, a, a list of everyone from sort of, I think, 19, 1983 all the way to, to 2000 mm. who had died under the age of 40. And yeah. it was something like 80 wrestlers. Yeah. And these aren't just people you've never heard of. These were people you heard of. If that had happened in any other sport, if that had happened in, in, in premiership football, mm. that over the last 20 years, 80 guys had died in their 30s or 40s yeah it would have been a national scandal yeah but, but because it's, it's carny because it's yeah. wrestling no one it, cares yeah. you know these, these guys are all on meth mm. that sort of thing there's yeah. a, a horrible sort of just brushing them under the carpet um uh, rude actually left the wwf after this shortly after he was uh, he left in the summer right they booked him against the ultimate warrior and uh he got didn't injured he, didn't he blow out his back because i think i he, watched because he was on like some kind of raised platform yeah I watched that later on so so what happens here is is he gets injured i think with his biceps it was in fukuoka it was yeah it was in it was in the uh, no it was in fukuoka yeah fukuoka it was in fukuoka and it was just like 
you know, an old it, fishing town at the bottom of uh, yeah. the bottom of uh, it, Japan. It was a big match at the time. He was Mad. he was going against Sting, and Sting jumped out of the ring while Rick Rude was on the outside, mm. and Rick Rude went backwards. But what he didn't know was the floor was at two different levels. Yeah. So when Sting landed on him, the lower part of Rude's back went on the higher part of the yeah. floor. And the other oh. bit just carried on going, and, mm. it, and it did break his spine. I mean, he wasn't paralysed, but he, well, he, he never did wrestling again. Well, well, he kept wrestling in, in the match, and you can see at the end, he's in agony. He had a... My beautiful boy. <laughs> beautiful Rick Rude. Beautiful boy. Like a lot of wrestlers from the 80s and early 90s, he had a, an insurance policy with Lloyds of London. Okay. And a lot of the wrestlers took them out and said, uh, if I get career-ending injuries, you give me a payout. Yeah. And Rick Rude was one of the few who actually did get a career-ending uh, injury and get a payout. payout right. Very quickly, they realised they'd given out some payouts and people would sort of go, oh, in two years' time, they'd be back in the ring. Yeah. And so then Lloyd's got rid of that. But a couple of the wrestlers did very well out of it. Right, okay. And it's a shame that it seemed to be a bit abused. Yes, okay, right. By these naughty because, men. Yeah, well, because uh, I, um, I think I mentioned uh, the guy I spoke to in, in Japan, rather, like just a jobbing wrestler, you know, doing mm. you know, uh, house shows and stuff, and he just, you know, I said, you can't get any insurance. Like, you can't, no. can't get any health insurance, can't get anything. You spend a lot of money on gyms and, you know, looking yourself after yourself, but fundamentally, no one's going to insure you. Yeah, and, mad. and the other thing, of course, is they are, by and large, they're independent contractors. So yeah. even in WWE, now, if you injure yourself as a WWE wrestler these days, they would pay for, you know, the rehab that you need for the yeah. injury you suffered on their watch. Yeah. But most wrestlers, of course, if they do injure themselves, they're independent contractors. Mm. That's something that they've got to pick up. A lot of the time as well, you're seeing the older wrestlers doing Kickstarters and GoFundMes and things. Yeah. Uh, Scott Hall did one for his hip replacement that yeah. he needed. So they, they do the end Dynamite up... Dynamite Kids got one as well. Yes. Real... Yeah, his family have set one up um, mm. just to, to give him a bit more more help. It's uh, you You honestly can look at pretty much any old wrestler from the 80s and if they're not a household name there is a kickstarter to either help them through their health difficulties mm. or in the case of say one man gang Akeem he lost his house I think in Hurricane Katrina that's right yeah so there was a, a, a kickstarter to help raise some money so he could get back on his feet but yeah these guys they're left without they're left without pensions they're left without uh, health care it's America mm. uh, they're left without an awful lot of things the WWE the one thing it does offer all of them now is it will pay for rehab Yes, so if they okay. do have substance abuse issues, if you've worked at the WWE at any point in your career, they will pay for you to go to rehab, okay. which is a remarkably sort of generous offer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, the, I think with anything like that way, there's just a lot of blocks together and a rather punishing schedule physically yeah. and mentally. People are going to turn to substances. They just are. They are. And WWE is the face of the whole business. Mm. They have become the custodians of its history. They yep. have become, you know, they are the number one game, probably the only game in town. If wrestlers die, people think they're WWE wrestlers. Right. So you've got to help them out. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a bad look to always be a company who's people who used to work for you are in really bad shape and you're, yeah. not, you're not helping out. And they do seem to do a really good job of that. <clears throat> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Uh, well, the main event, I guess, isn't it? The uh, Intercontinental uh, Champion. Uh, Ultimate, the Ultimate Warrior. Warrior taking on Hulk Hogan. Had you ever seen this before? No, I'd never seen this before. This, uh, this seems to me like one of the really famous matches of wrestling's golden early 90s period. Right, okay. I'm surprised you've never seen it. No, again, I just didn't, you know, I just never indulged. And, and I think sometimes, because wrestling is a product where there's something happening every day of the week and it's just constant. It's really hard to pick out, well, well yeah. Royal, Royal Rumble soon and then, then there's WrestleMania after that and then there's something else and there's something else. It's yeah. like, well, what's the best one? Where do I go in? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, this is a, a, a changing of the guard, mm, right. what we have here. So Hogan, uh, in his autobiography, he said that he was very, very beat up and just needed to have some time off. Yeah, uh, He said that he was thinking of retiring because he, he'd had enough. Um, that's not strictly true. What happened was he thought he was going to be a huge movie star. Yeah, he'd started making uh, his series of films, mm. uh, which are by and large awful. Suburban Commando. I just remember watching films with him in it and going, well, "Arnold Schwarzenegger should really be doing this." <laughs> it's like you know, the Suburban Commando is followed by Mister Nanny. Yes, uh, where he plays. You can tell how bad these films are by the by his his character in them, right? <laughs> so, Mister Nanny, he plays Shep Ramsey. That, these are, that's not a real name. Then he makes uh, the Thunder in Paradise TV movie. He plays R.J. <laughs> Hurricane Spencer. Assault on Desert Island, he plays Mike McBride. McKinsey's Island, he plays Joe McGry. And Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain, he's Dave Dragon. I can't believe Three, because Three Ninjas were very much... I knew about the Three Ninjas, but I didn't realise Hulk Hogan was in the film. Well, you probably know him <laughs> as Dave Dragon. Dave Dragon, yeah, sorry, okay. okay <laughs> Dave, what, that was him? Uh, that was what? him. So he basically thought, I'm going to be this huge movie star, yeah. so I don't need wrestling anymore, <laughs> so it's time for me to go. And what happens as WrestleMania rolls around, he's been grumbling and saying, I want to, I want to you know, retire. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm, I'm beat up. It's time for, to, for me to pass the torch. Mm. Well, by the time WrestleMania runs by, he, he's going, actually, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit, this is not going to plan. So he wants to be back in. Mm. And uh, what he ends up doing is he gives one of the performances of his career 
against Ultimate Warrior, a mm. man who really is the <laughs> shits at wrestling. He's just appalling. So they come together. Now, originally, Ho- uh, Hogan wasn't going to take on the Ultimate Warrior. Right. He was going to take on a guy called Zeus, who was an actor. I've heard of Zeus. Called Tiny Lister. Right. Tom Tiny Lister. And Zeus is the bad guy in No Holds Barred, the movie. <laughs> Okay. And this was supposed to be such a big breakthrough performance it was for both Hogan and that. Zeus, yeah, right. that it would lead to WrestleMania. Yeah. They tried Zeus out and he I mean he, he couldn't do it. Well, he couldn't wrestle because he'd been trained for about three months. Yeah. So there was no chance it was gonna happen. So then they decided to go with the Ultimate Warrior, who's the guy they're pegging as the future. Mm. And uh But, I, I, but imagine sort of as a person who's at the top of the tree and who has to look after the financial future of a company and then seeing someone like the Ultimate Warrior who can't really do the product itself yeah. he could do everything else I'm sure but and his mad promos off the off the off the uh, queue but like Amanda's sort of going well he's our guy and it's like, so weird and people behind the scenes were really really nervous right. they, they, they were just not sure they weren't even sure whether Warrior would be able to do a 20 minute match mm. so they, they just said we've got to do it because it's the main event of Wrestlemania yeah, it's you can't be do a short one yeah. but they, they were really 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 nervous about whether he could even pull that off let alone what it would be like afterwards mm. um they decided that Hogan had to take a clean pinfall. And part of that is he hadn't done that for 10 years, really. A anywhere. clean pinfall, what does that mean? So he gets pinned one, two, three. Right. Okay, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had other ones with the Andre, but there's a fast count. Mm. And there's been other stuff that's not really been sort of televised or filmed. So really, a generation haven't seen him being pinned. Yes. And part of this is they go, well, if Warrior does that, then that will be, he'll be the first person to do it a generation. That will make him an instant star. Yeah, it's a legitimacy kind of thing. Yeah, so you've got Hogan, 36, he's having to pass the torch. Mm. So um, the Warrior is the closest to what they, they think will be a good replacement. Hulk Hogan is a superhero. Mm. Well, Warrior looks like a superhero, doesn't he? He looks like a sort of... Well, he's got the look, hasn't he? I mean, yeah, you know, he's, he's got, he's got a, a face paint, which mm. is a, a nice shape that's a good gimmick that you can put on everything. Yep. You know, they, he has a slogan, which is Warrior Rules, mm. instead of, you know, it's Hulk Rules, isn't it? I can't remember what his was, but Warrior's... <laughs> Warriors appalling, <laughs> or whatever. So they decide. They decide. It's, they do think it's a gamble, but they decide to 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 um to give it to Warrior. He mm. gets the nod, and it's a disaster. <laughs> but Hulk's been so good in the past fighting people like uh, people like Andre and stuff, and he's had to yeah. do all of the work. So yeah. I mean, presumably they thought, well, Hulk can do this. I mean, Hulk can. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is that there are two things about it. Hulk makes Warrior look good. Mm. This is a twenty-two minute match. And there are nine minutes of actual action. (laughs) So the rest of it, the 13 minutes, is just stalling or Mm. stare downs or looking at the crowd or doing rest holds. Um, So it's it's a clever bit of slight... If you watch it back, Warrior does nothing. Hogan is the one doing all of the moves. Right. Is it it just that he's bad at it or he just can't remember the moves or he just can't do the moves or it's just a little bit of everything? Hogan Hogan sort of says in his autobiography, in his autobiography he says, I didn't want to give the title to Warrior. Mm. But that's not true. He didn't want to give the title to Zeus, but I don't think he minded Warrior. But what he began thinking was he thought to himself, this guy is going to fuck it up. And when he fucks it up, they'll need me back. And then I'm twice as valuable then as I am now. Yeah. He's a really canny operator, Hogan. Mm. In his in his autobiography, he wrote um Warrior he wrote this while Warrior was alive yeah. as well. Um he had an interesting mystique about him. He had a pretty good rap, but when he got into the ring, after he ran in and shook the ropes and stuff, he had no game. He had no wrestling psychology, and that's what it's about, causing emotion. Great guy, nice guy, but really just a flash in the pan. 
He, he, there was no one else who could have beaten Hogan. Yeah. This, this was the biggest match they could have put on. Um, it was a bit of a problem, and it was babyface versus babyface, and people mm. don't necessarily really get behind that. They want to see Especially someone get Especially for the main beaten. event as well, yeah. Yeah, but the, the, the other thing you notice is, as they get to the ring, the crowd are hugely behind Hogan. Mm. Hogan's been the good guy for as long as anyone in that room can remember. Mm. Warrior is new, and so that automatically makes him slightly a bad guy. Well, everyone's um, uh, invested in the form fingers for crying out loud. Yeah, for the last time so everyone's got a, <laughs> a bandana on. <laughs> but there's 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 some interesting stuff. So the match itself, Hogan really goes, "I'm going to make you look great," mm. but he's also making himself look great. Mm. Um, and then what happens at the end is he plays one of the greatest wrestling underhand power plays of all time. Okay, Warrior pins him. Mm. Hogan leaves the ring and Warrior gets up and begins celebrating on the turnbuckles. And what Hogan does is he gets down and he starts holding his head like he can't believe it. And then he goes and grabs the belt and he comes back in with the belt and he pushes Warrior around. And you could see Warrior going, what the fuck's going on here? I don't know <laughs> what's happening here. And then Hogan gives him the belt, gives him a hug, puts his arm up, and then as he's going off in the little sort of uh, machine that takes mm. him back, he's pointing, going, he's the guy, he's the guy. Yeah. And what he was doing there was he was going, can you believe it? You beat me. Yeah. This is your moment. <laughs> and that's what he's saying. It's your moment. He put all the attention back onto him. Yeah. So instead of just leaving and letting the guy celebrate, mm. he crashes into the celebration, <laughs> he anoints him, and he just goes, you're going to be the guy now. Everyone... I'm saying he's going to be the guy now. <laughs> and you can see Warrior slightly going, was he being really nice or really micey? <laughs> he was being micey. Micey um, Hogan. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hogan comes backstage and Bret Hart has a chat with him, either immediately after or an hour afterwards. And he just says to Bret Hart, he says, you watch. Warrior will fail and Vince will be calling me, begging me to come back. He even boasts about this in his autobiography, the whole thing. He says, um, at the end of the night, the, the referee was supposed to get the belt from the timekeeper and give mm. it to the warrior. Yeah. But this was my chance to steal back everything he'd gotten from me. I zipped over to the timekeeper, ripped the belt out of his hand. I walked up to the ring apron with the belt, looked up to God, shook my head, walked into the ring and handed Ultimate Warrior the belt. As I left the arena, 68,000 people in the Sky Dome watched me go. Ultimate Warrior held the belt over his head in victory. And no one cared. <laughs> it turned out I was right about the Ultimate Warrior. He couldn't carry the load. <laughs> I wonder why that was, Hulk. Yeah, game set match. Never mind. But uh, the other thing is the Warrior does become a nightmare. So right. afterwards, he's an ambassador for the sport. He's just screaming on these... You know, people don't want him on their TV shows. No. They go, look here. Oh, look he's who's a here. He's cannon. Exactly. And, he's, and he's, he's, he's an asshole. He doesn't really like wrestling. He's shouting. He, he's not very good at gauging... You know, the room. <laughs> no, not at all. And so Hogan never then really goes. He mm. just hangs around like some weird bitter ex and he's just <laughs> waiting for everything to go wrong. Yeah. Hogan is also very good at timing. And even though he wouldn't know this was going to happen, house show business really goes bad yeah. after WrestleMania 6. So people begin saying Ultimate Warrior is a really unpopular champion. So right. he has a cursed reign, really. So it's, it's, not, it's not even about the Ultimate Warrior, it's just about the fact that the business went south and the Ultimate Warrior was kind of um, the canary in the mind. Not really the canary in the mind, just indicative yeah. of the wider problem that they were experiencing. Absolutely. Don't, don't underestimate Hogan. Hogan may well have thought there's a little bit of a you know, decline happening in my paychecks over the last few months. Yeah. This is only going to get worse. Yeah. You know, he, he is such a brilliant operator. Yeah. There were rumours they were going to have Hogan Warrior too at WrestleMania 7. Mm. 
But in the end, they decided to split it. If they split the two of them, they had two main events. Yeah. Uh, Hogan Slaughter and Macho Man a Warrior mm. for WrestleMania 7. Whereas if they put them together again, they, they, they've got this sort of problem where their two stars are taken at yeah. once. So they don't, they don't do it again. The two men don't meet again until they're in WCW in 1998. Oh, they right? have Hogan Warrior 2, which is one of the worst matches of all time. <laughs> by, by that time... I mean, you know, all the, the politics and the, and they're, they're they're both bad, mm. and it's it's really it's not. Do you know what? It's not even worth watching. <laughs> well, a good thing about the uh, WWE Network is that um, you, you it's got all of the products, so you can kind it of does. follow the little kind of narratives, even if they leave the WWE, WWF, or WWF, or yeah. wherever they go, you can kind of follow them because everything is up there. Yeah, and, and it's all quite tidily done. It really is. I mean, it's a, it's a really nice system. So if you want mm. to see. Terry Belair, who's the man who's who's Hulk Hogan, ruining the life of Jim Helwig under the under the sort of weird guise that he's actually really being healthy. <laughs> There's no better place to go than the WWE Network. Exactly, that's Hogan. the product. That's the app of the week. Yeah. <laughs> you can me. watch. You can watch a lifetime of Hulk Hogan being a right mighty old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Um, so. Uh, we'll be back next week, I suppose. Yeah, we've got WrestleMania uh, 7. WrestleMania 7. Uh, mm. We've already watched it, haven't we? We've already watched it. Yeah. We, we've got, we've got uh, some, some surprising conclusions, haven't we? <laughs> yes, we have. It's not all bad. Yeah, it's not as bad as Mark told me it was going to be. No, I, I, it, was, it was much better than I remembered. <laughs> there. Now you don't have to listen to next week's podcast. Well, do join us uh, next week for more WrestleMania. If you want to get to the they show, don't have to. Sorry, they do have to. No, that's and they right. have to rate and review us on iTunes and they have to tell all of their friends. Right. Absolutely. Yes. So long as they're sending saying nice things I don't want anyone get rating us fours no that's just <laughs> embarrassing it's mortifying uh, and uh, if, if that man goes on about my clacking sort of uh, smacking my lips <laughs> one more time this is especially for him yep. you're going to chair on the head mate <laughs> he's going to he's going to change that to a one star isn't and my, he am I laughing <laughs> big laugh um, oh, why do the people we try work so hard for hate us it's a free podcast up yours <laughs> short at wrestlemepod.com if you want to get in touch with the show if you want to say hello uh, we can also be found on twitter as well at uh, wrestlemepod wrestleme mark wrestleme peter deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.